Welcome back. Bill Michael Show. We continue on. We start to this particular hour with a couple of pieces of breaking news. One is J.J. Watt. Pewaukee's own J.J. Watt has uh, indicated in his Twitter account that uh, he's calling it a career. Uh, the uh, next couple of games, that's going to be it. And he has 111 and a half career sacks. He has uh, played at an incredibly high rate, also has had a very injured career. Five-time All-Pro, three-time Defensive Player of the Year in 12 years, led the NFL in sacks in 2012 and 2015, and uh, his career is now coming to an end. However, as Ben Kenny shows, we also we also think that uh, there's breaking news when it comes to Cheez-Its, right? I want you to do the honors here. Is this, uh, it cracks me up. Is this is this like? Are, are we serious here? That uh, yes, 100%. Uh, Carter Carls, Carter Carls, who uh, is the Florida State beat writer, and uh, he says really valuable information. A Cheez-It Bowl representative told me last night there is, quote, no such thing as Cheez-Its. It's a Cheez-It. Two or more of the Cheez-Its are called Cheez-It crackers, not Cheez-Its. It's Cheez-It. Bill? That's it. There you go. This is this is crushing news. That's it. You only get this type of massive breaking news and interaction on this particular program. It's the only place it happens. There you go. I feel better. There are a lot of ways I could go with this, but I'm opting not to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. That uh, that's where we've gone. We're talking about cheese it, not cheese its, cheese it crackers, not a cheese it. How about that? What else do we got? Anything else today before we get into this hour? Anything, Ben? Uh, don't think so. I'm just trying oh, to. Oh, go ahead. Are you absorbing the whole cheese it scandal? I, I I'm blown back by it i'm trying to formulate sentences that involve me saying i'm having a bag of cheez-its but you can now say, say i'm having a bag of cheez-it crackers i just rather cannot, than a cheez-it i can't understand but if you have three cheez-its or three cheez-it crackers it sounds terrible it sounds awful yeah it's 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 but that's the way it's supposed to be it's cheez-it not cheez-its Cheese it. They they have to make that distinguishing notation, so it it respects the brand. I guess. I just I feel betrayed. It's just, it's just. But these are the big things, the breaking issues that we have to deal with. By the way, speaking of breaking issues, uh, Mark Schlereth. I don't know if you heard the uh, the broadcast yesterday or Sunday, but Mark Schlereth has said he thinks. This is it. Uh, he, he had talked a little bit about uh, Rodgers' play in their broadcast, and then he went on Colin Cowherd's show and said he thinks this is it for Aaron Rodgers. Take a listen. They're, this is it for Rodgers. I think they've already made the decision wow. that, that that Jordan Love can play, and he he's going to get an opportunity next year. I, I did, my my gut just tells me, and I don't know. Like I have met with him. I did a I did a Chicago. I did a Packers uh, Chicago game, and. I just, I just felt like 
you know, I just felt like they 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 feel really good about where Jordan Love is, that he has made a huge leap as far as the way he practices, the way he operates, his knowledge of the game. Um, and I, I just feel like they've already made that decision that they're going to they're going to find a way out of that contract. I think they've already got some uh, clauses in that thing and that Aaron Rodgers will be playing somewhere else next year. So now let me uh, let me say this, and I like Mark. Mark and I have had great conversations. Uh, we see him every year at Super Bowl. He's fun to talk to. He's he's knowledgeable about the game. Uh, and this is you got to address this. You have to bring this up because he said it. And anything in regards to the Green Bay Packers is news. Anything regard regarding Aaron Rodgers is news. Okay, so you get you can't ignore it. Uh, I don't think that's it. I'm just going to throw it out there. Now, he may end up being right, but he was also the guy that broke the news that Aaron Rodgers was definitely going to Denver. And that never happened. And it really never was going to happen. So I know that here's a funny thing. So the and and this is I'm going to break a little news behind the scenes news here. So you you get these number one teams that fly in, these broadcast teams that fly in, and they, they sit down with the team, and they sit down with the coach last night. Did you know a lot of these guys now do it via Zoom? It used to be you'd actually sit in a room. They'd bring you into the conference room, or you guys would go get dinner or something. You know, there'd be some PR director bring you down, and you guys got so much time, and you had your notes and, and all that stuff. And now it's Zoom. It's a lot of it Zoom. So you don't get a feel for the guy that's sitting there. He's looking around. He's on his phone. You know, he's you're watching his face on the Zoom call, but he's not looking into the camera and looking at you as he talks. You know, it's just we've all been on Zoom calls now. They're different. They're not in person. Guys talking over one another, and you're like, oh, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, go ahead. And then they start talking. It just, it's, it's, it's an awkward conversation on Zoom. It's not the same. So... I'm just here to tell you uh, the whole thing about Jordan Love, he's one of the only people that I've heard say that. That they feel, I, you know, unless Jordan Love behind closed doors is lighting it up, which nobody has stated, uh, I am not ready to just say two series makes... Jordan Love. I think that comes off of what he saw against Philadelphia and maybe what he's trying to read into a conversation, but that's it. Just not, I, I don't believe that. Now, I will say that behind closed doors, there are some guys that, you know, have Jordan Love's back. I, I've I'm not breaking news here. I've already said it on this program. There are some guys that behind closed doors, they they know what Rodgers brings to the table. They know he's a Hall of Famer. They respect his ability, respect his mind, respect what he means to the organization. They respect him. But what they didn't respect was, you guys go do it, and I'll see you when I get there. They know that he's a veteran, and they know he's earned that right, but you're the one being paid $50 bucks. We're trying out here to hump our first contract, and you're going to take time off and then tell us what we need to do? You're supposed to be the guy getting paid and setting, setting the example. And then to come in and complain about it and point the finger at everybody else at first didn't sit well with some people. That's probably more true than the organization ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers other than the money. 
So I'm not uh, I'm not going to buy into that. Just not. I know, and and look, um, we've heard any news that in any way, shape, or form has the Green Bay Packers moving on from Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers pissed off or or harping on Aaron Rodgers. We know that, you know, Colin Cowherd's going to jump on because he's been preaching that for a long time. But what has happened here in Wisconsin? It, no. Nope. And you even heard Goody talk about it. Uh, in that presser that he had during the bye week, when he talked about Aaron's play, he talked about next year. He talked I mean, even the question came up about David Bakhtiari, and he kind of cautioned and said, "Hey, wait a minute. You know, realistically, you know, financially, there's some things we would have to do." But he also said, "You have to remember, he's been taught. If you've got a really good left tackle who you believe can help your team, you don't just cast him by the wayside. You may have to because of money, but there's no reason you can't restructure." Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Chris listening to us in Brookfield. Chris, how you doing, man? What's going on? Pretty good. I'll tell you a song thing, Bill. It took me about a minute and a half yesterday to realize that you were having the post game from Sunday. I was like, Oh yeah, I want to comment. I want to comment, but couldn't get through. <laughs> but uh, yesterday, you um, Sunday, you had a comment on uh, the defensive coordinator and, and your philosophy or what you thought about it. I still think he's got to go. Uh, I mean, they've scored their – they've given up a few points, but they haven't really played anybody. And if you go back and you listen to what the defensive back said, it was Gray who took them in and, and screamed at all of them to get their act together for the second half for, for that game yesterday. And then, and then mm-hmm. I also think that the Packers, uh, you have to give credit to Gray for, for screaming at them. But I think uh, – I can never pronounce his name, right? The Dolphins quarterback, I think he gave us that game yesterday. I mean, when you throw – that many interceptions you better win but uh I, I was i was still on the same boat of uh and i'm not gonna ever change my tune i don't care if rogers is a first time hall of famer he's done i mean this if this year doesn't tell you what his his poor decision making is always going for the bombs not taking what's, what the defense gives him, his missed throws over the head i mean you, you're talking about watson getting hurt how many times has that kid had to turn around and kick behind him just to get walloped on a play because Rodgers can't lead him, can't get the ball where he needs to be? Just mm-hmm. like in the end zone where Watson fell down. It's like, well, if the Rodgers puts the ball where he can high point it and he can go up for it instead of throwing it behind him, it was ridiculous. And when Rodgers takes the sack, when he has Cobb wide open, that's ridiculous. They all say as you get older, you start to lose stuff. Now, Rodgers did make some perfectly sweet-looking passes. He has all season, but they've been far and few between. I mean, the, the toss to, to Lazard, like you said, that was sweetness. Yeah. That was just perfect. But they're too far, few and in between. To me, he's he's lost his accuracy. He wasn't – to me, Devontae Adams is what made him get the MVP last year because last year, in my opinion, that should have went to Stafford. First year with a team, takes him and wins their division. I mean, I know the I know the awards are before the playoffs, but there's no way Rodgers deserved it last year. I mean, I, I just wish they would move on, and, and you were absolutely correct on the play calling. I don't know what's going on with Flores. I wish Clements would, would just say, okay, Coach, how come you don't uh, go into play action and keep Rodgers under center more when you've got two of the best running backs? Here's your statistics on, like you've said many times, it's proven when you're under center and you're in play action – 
your offense is, is 75% more more uh, efficient than when Rodgers keeps going in a shotgun, especially inside right. the 10-yard line. Yeah. No, I would agree. Last year, uh, last year there was more play action, there was more movement. But also, we remember and appreciate the phone call. Uh, they everything they did was based upon what the coverage was going to be and where Devontae Adams was going to be. They don't have that same level this year. Uh, but this year, we thought it would be more creative. It would be more focused on the run. It would be more, you know, getting get you know going outside with Aaron Jones and up the gut with A.J. Dillon, and it would be more, you know, hey, we're going to ride the offensive line to a championship, and it just didn't, it never really seemed to come out that way. And, you know, it just it just didn't. It, it was, it was for lack of a better term, it just wasn't good. And uh, by the way, so going back to last year, when you talk about, uh, you know, Rodgers didn't deserve a uh, the MVP, last year's quarterback rating was a 111.9. 111.9. He had 55 passes or 20 uh, of 20 or more yards, sacked 30 times. He had what was it, uh, 37 touchdowns to four picks. His pick ratio was fantastic. The year before, he had 48 touchdowns to five picks, which was fantastic. His interception percentage was point uh, 0.8, another number that was really solid. 4,115 yards, 7.7 yards per average. Uh, which you go back to, say, 2014, 2013. Those are the kind of numbers he was putting up in those years, uh, the same amount of per-play per yardage. I mean, he had a hell of a year last year in back-to-back seasons. And he didn't play well early on, but he came on in the very end in the second half of the season and played extremely well and put that team in position. They were the best record in football, don't forget. And they didn't have an unbelievably dominating defense. I mean, it was basically because the offense really started to crank it up. So, and I, you know, uh, this is from Art who says, yeah, just wait for it because Aaron Rodgers is going to go down. He's injury prone. Art, that is such a lame take. Rodgers missed games in only 2013 and 2017. That's it. That's it. Unless, of course, they sat him because they had already won and, you're going into the end of the season. He's only missed those games. That's it. The injury-prone thing, that's that's garbage. Every quarterback gets banged up. Everyone does. But he's not missing games. Lamar Jackson's missing games. Justin Fields is missing games. Two is missing games. Go through the list of quarterbacks that are missing games. He's not. The pocket passers, you may not like them. You may not like the fact that they don't run all over the place. Jalen Hurts, missing games. Rodgers hasn't missed a game since 2017. Since 2017. So this whole injury-prone thing, unbelievably ignorant comment. Just wanted to throw it out there. 877-867-1670. Find us. Give us uh, us your thoughts. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Oh, that one's picked. Dueling interceptions. Jair Alexander. Punch, counterpunch. Packer football. Walk us through that play. What happened and how'd you grab it? Oh, man, that's easy. So I'm just lining up. I seen number 10 motion over. Hey, Jones. I seen number 10 coming across the field. I said, oh, snap, he fast. So I bagged off. When I bagged off, I seen him coming. He ran right in front of me. I was like, 
Wow, is he really overthrowing it? Huh? Took it down the sideline, turned up with my guys, gave the football to a little kid wearing 23. I love it. Merry Christmas to you. I don't even have more to say. Hey, that was Merry fantastic. Christmas. If you celebrate it, Merry Christmas, go enjoy time with your family. We got a dub, baby. Pack is back. Huh? Got the dub. I love it. Jair Alexander explaining the pick. That's <laughs> awesome stuff. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Talking to Pam Oliver after the game. That's fantastic. Huh? oh my god good stuff we got the power rankings coming up here at the bottom of the hour zach heilprin coming up at the top of the next hour as the badgers uh get ready for the bowl game and uh they're trying to get one more win as the seniors then go out maybe on a positive and trying to set the stage for what will become luke fickle's era in wisconsin after the facts so uh, we'll be talking about that coming up here Live from just, Arizona, Bill, actually. Live from Arizona. Yeah, he's out tanning, reportedly. Uh, I heard that. I heard that. He's out there in, doing the uh, the pasty white thing poolside. I like that. Zach will come back all bronzed up. Look like a Mayan god. He is. He comes through he's big on the no socks, so I think Arizona plays in well for that. He could just go sandals. Uh-huh. Here in Wisconsin, you, you kind of need socks at a certain point, or else yeah. it would be cold. So. So they, he's very happy that they made it to a low-tier bowl <laughs> in Arizona. Not a uh, not a big sandals guy. It's always uh, it's always the gym shoes or uh, every now and then you can do maybe a slide poolside or something like that, but that's about it. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Hope to God he's not a sandals with white socks. Oh, have you ever seen that? Oh, you know people can rock that. No, not myself. Can't. No, people can't. I think it's they a can. Bad look. If you wear, I don't care if you wear even the half sock, it looks bad. It's gross. You should never be allowed to do it. And if you do it, you should have your feet cut off. It just, it's, it's an ugly look. I'm it's actually, I, I'm pretty into the socks and Crocs. That's a worse look. And anybody who wears Crocs is, you know, off of my Christmas list. I just, it, Crocs are, they're, no, no. There's it's the most comfortable them. shoe ever created. No, there's nothing good about Crocs. Nothing good about them. It was, it, it's a bad idea. It's something that's so ugly it caught on, and there's nothing good about Crocs. <laughs> Just saying. Are Crocs a good shoe? Your call's next. 877 uh, no, 867 You can call up and you can say what you want. And it's like somebody's already hit me up today with JJ Watts retiring. That's the Mount Rushmore of Wisconsin sports. Stop. I'll oh. never do it. Never talk about <laughs> it. Never going to happen. Nope. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not on this program. Not going to happen. So what, J.J. Watt, Rogers, or or just nope. Badger Sports? Nope. Russell nope. Wilson? Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. Russell Wilson played a year. How, how in the world can he be up there on that anyway? So who would it be? consider that. Not going to do it. Nope. <laughs> not going to do it. We've had a lot of great players in the state of Wisconsin. Everybody from Giannis and Rogers to Favre. Tyler Bart Hero. Star, Ray Nitschke. We've had Robin Yount. We've had Paul Molitor. Had a lot of great players. You go back and look at the great Oscar Robertson. You look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You look at Giannis. You look, I mean, there's so many great players in the state of Wisconsin. Coaches have been here. No, you, you're not going not gonna, to not gonna do it. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. It's just one of those endless arguments of just to argue. Never going to happen. <sighs> there we go. I feel better. 
I know I left you smiling. No, you got to put Leroy Butler on there, you know? Not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> nope. Uh, 877-867-1670. Let's get to Daniel listening to us in Toma. Daniel, how you doing today, man? Thanks for hanging on. What's going on? How you doing? Long time no Good. talk. One, everybody keeps on saying that loves you going there. They're nuts. Okay, I'm not saying that he might be a great player later, but it ain't happening. Number two, I'm not saying Miami gave him the game, but also I told you beginning of the season our defense is going to make us or break us or put us over the edge. 2009, we were not even supposed to make the playoffs. We were the last team to make the playoffs, then we made the Super Bowl. And don't forget about Atlanta Falcons when they went into Minnesota and beat them when they were 15-1. and one. I believe it was 15 or 17 and one. They only lost one game. And Atlanta just knocked them all over the place. So mm-hmm. don't give up hope. I'm not saying we're going to make the playoffs, but Minnesota, you know what a junk car Minnesota Vikings have in common, don't you? What's that? They both have no title. <laughs> Where the, you know, is there a tornado in Minneapolis in order to state this place to be? Is there a trophy room? There's nothing in there. There's nothing there. Nothing but dust. Because they have never need, They need won. a HEPA filter. You know why they have purple outfits, don't you? Why is that? You'd be purple, too, if you were a Minnesota Viking fan. There you go. Choking Vikings. They're cho- choking, <laughs> choking blue. There hey, you go. If they want to talk trash and I listen to the Viking fans uh, radio station, I'm talking trash back. They had that one place where they said, I made every ring in the world. I've been in the business for 80 years. I called them up and said, I told them straight out, there's one ring you never made. He says, what's that? Super Bowl ring. Nope. For the Minnesota Vikings. Not going to happen. There you go. Daniel, thank you, pal. Appreciate it. 877-867-1670. He had those ready. Uh, he's going to be here all week, folks. All week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's go to Todd listening to us in Mount Horeb. Todd, uh, please raise the level of the program. Hey, I don't know if I can do that. That was hilarious. The other thing I'd like to say, you know, I got friends that are Viking fans, but I've never seen a more arrogant fan base for not having won a thing. It's just crazy. The other thing is kind of crazy is listen. I, I mean, I know people don't like Rogers on a personal basis. They get a little put off about what he says. I'm fine with everything. I like the guy. I like his attitude. Right. Everything. But you can tell people call in, and 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 that's they're more hating him about his personal side. Is you were you had to defend him there, like this guy that called in and said he shouldn't have had the MVP last year. Does he realize that Stafford threw 17 interceptions last year and was mm-hmm. the leader in the league? Now he won the Super Bowl. I'm not taking that away from him. But Stafford this year has 10 interceptions or 10 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Rodgers has completed 65 percent of his passes um, this year. Now some of that he's missed. Not as much as what people want to say, but there's also a lot of drop passes in there. This is kind of a year that it's really hard to, to really know. Should Rodgers have been there for, for the early, you know, um, training, 10 days? Yeah, would have made that much different? Maybe a little. But this year is kind of a wash for me. There's rookie receivers running wrong routes. Um, the offensive line at time, like the other day. I mean, he was run. He did a great job. Um, eluding the rush the other day and making some great plays. I mean, he missed Watson on that one, which was kind of weird. But all in all, I, I just I just don't get this hatred towards Rodgers and wanting love in there when he hasn't proven a thing. I just don't understand it. 
Because people saw that, I uh, appreciate the phone call, because people saw that uh, Jordan Love had two good series against Philadelphia, and now he's completely flipped over as a quarterback. He's a Hall of Famer and waiting, and everybody wants to see him. That's the reason why. That's it. Everybody believes that uh, Jordan Love is the next coming because he had two good series in Philadelphia. For the people that have been wanting to see Jordan Love, those are the ones that are going, aha, I told you so. And uh, it's the same thing. They were all waiting for him to get his chance against Kansas City, and he did. Looked bad. And granted, uh, you had the play calling apparently was the problem, according to Matt LaFleur. And so they said, okay, we'll change it up. He's going to play the entire second half against Detroit last year in kind of a meaningless game after the Packers had locked everything up. Aaron Rodgers played the first half. They didn't look good. Second half, Jordan Love looked worse. Didn't look good at all. Everybody said, well, it wasn't starters reps, forgetting that he had starters reps the entire season for the most part after week seven because Rodgers ended up with a COVID toe, and he was taking the starters reps the entire remainder of the season. This year, well, he's not taking starters reps. Well, yes, he has been because Rodgers' thumb has been banged up, so he's been taking the starters reps. Well, now suddenly he gets it. You get two series against Philadelphia, and he looked pretty sharp, and he did. He did. Looked really good, but two series does not a career make. You don't just throw out. Uh, you know, it was like last year. Everybody's ready to throw out Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby bounces back with an 86% field goal percentage. Is he going to kick you a 60-yarder to win the game? No. But he'll kick you a 48, 49-yarder to win you the game. He's only missed one inside of 50 yards. A 45-yarder to win you the game. He's only missed one, and that was on a bad snap and exchange. That got blocked. That's it. I just don't throw out guys that have had great careers just because just because you just you don't do it. 877-867-1670. When we come back, time for some power rankings. We've had a little bit of jockeying going on in the power ranking category, so we're going to get into that when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael show next. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Center reminding you that, uh, hey, this time of year, man, cookies, cakes, pies, all that kind of stuff, all the hustle and bustle running around, all the different parties and such. Uh, if you are feeling it, you're dragging, putting on the weight, and maybe you want to jumpstart a brand new you in a week from now, get a hold of our friends at New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Just give them a buzz. And uh, tell them you heard it here and uh, you'd like to look into maybe, uh, you know, kind of starting a new you, maybe losing some weight, getting into shape. How about maybe just picking up the the energy, the stamina, the the will, so to speak, uh, controlling the moods. If you're over the age of 30, stop in and get checked. Could be low T. Or maybe you just are suffering from the ED and you want to give uh, give your partner a, a brand new you in uh, 2023 again it's 414-455-4451 yes it works 414-455-4451 that's the new mail medical center 414-455-4451 all right time now for our uh, power rankings for the week ben do we have music for this there we go 
Uh, they suck. They're awful. They're fighting themselves. They fired their head coach. The new bottom feeder in the entire NFL. Just because they just are so bad. I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Houston got a win this weekend. So I'm going to go with Denver taking over the new bottom spot, falling two spaces. Denver now sucks the worst. Houston coming in at number 31, moving up one spot. Hang it in there. Hang it in there now. Chicago. Chicago and an Indy. You got the uh, the Rams dropping four spaces. They got just, they just, uh, it's still a bad football team. That's just ugly. Arizona, Cleveland, Atlanta, New Orleans. You got the Raiders falling from 20th down to number two, uh, 23, fall three spaces. They stink. New England falls one space. Carolina's right there. That's 21. Then your top 20. Pittsburgh uh, comes up a notch. They come up a notch. They get a nice win, an emotional win. And they're just starting to make believers out of people. They're within striking distance. Green Bay, the Packers, pop up a spot. They're climbing steadily. At number 19, Detroit, they fall four spots. Detroit was on the rise, and they were right there, and then they ended up getting beat, and I uh, dropped them down to number 18. You got the Jets sitting at 17. Tampa Bay stays steady at 16. Top 15, Seattle, I am losing a lot of faith in Seattle. They fall yet again another spot, down to number 15. Tennessee falls two more spots, down to number 14. They get beat yet again. Washington, which showed so much promise. They get knocked off. Everything that had to happen for the Green Bay Packers has now happened. The only thing the Packers have left is to win out. If the Packers win out and the Washington Commanders lose one of the next two, because Seattle has now lost their two. Washington's lost two out of their last four already. They need to lose one more. And if the Giants, you know, would lose out, then so be it. But uh, there it is. The team that's on the rise, we talked about them earlier. How about Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville? Jacksonville up to number 12, the, the biggest jump this week. Jumping four spaces to number 12. The Giants taking another notch down the pole, sitting at number 11. Then your top 10. Your top 10 and falling steadily is the Miami Dolphins. Now they're probably going to fall even more. Tua looks to be out. At least uh, he's in the concussion protocol as of right now, as we all know. We'll see what happens this coming weekend. they got to go up to New England and take on the Patriots. Then you've got the Chargers. Got a boat race last night on the, uh, boy, i tell you what, Indianapolis stinks. That first emotional win they got for Jeff Saturday. After that, it, it, Indianapolis has packed it in. They get boat raced by the Chargers. They that that ugly, ugly loss they took after losing the thirty-three point comeback from the uh, Minnesota Vikings. It just it's awful. Uh, you got then. Speaking of uh, the Minnesota Vikings, the Vikings sitting at number eight. The top eight stay the same. By the way, nothing has changed. Baltimore sitting at number seven, albeit Baltimore uh, without Lamar Jackson. Dallas sitting at number six. Even with the win, everything remains the same. There's Nothing's changing. San Francisco at number five. The Cincinnati Bengals did exactly what they were supposed to do this weekend. That was get a win. They did it. Sitting at number four, Kansas City. 
sitting at number three. The Buffalo Bills at number two and keeping them right there, even though they did take a loss. They did it without Jalen Hurts. Philadelphia. Philadelphia still the top spot. So Philly, Buffalo, Kansas City. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Cincinnati, San Francisco, Dallas. Seven, eight, nine is Baltimore, Minnesota, the Chargers. And then Miami coming in at number 10. And that is your top 10 in the power rankings uh, right here on the program. By the way, the NFL put out some of the playoff scenarios um, for the uh, the NFC so far that have clinched. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings are in with the NFC North Division title. San Francisco with the NFC West. The Dallas Cowboys do have a playoff berth. So do the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants... They get in 8-6-1 if they week seven against Indianapolis, uh, if they get a win, and if they get a win at Philadelphia. The New York Giants can clinch a berth with a Giants win, or uh, they tie plus a Seattle loss plus a Washington loss. Um, Or a Detroit loss, or Washington and Detroit both lose, a Green Bay loss. What have you. Philadelphia, they can uh, go ahead and kind of clinch home field advantage in the FC's lone first-round bye with a win this weekend uh, or a Minnesota loss this weekend or a Dallas loss and a Minnesota loss and a San Francisco loss or tie this weekend. So uh, plenty of ways for them to do it. Tampa Bay, Washington, they did not, however, address the Green Bay Packers. They don't address this uh, the Green Bay Packers in this whole uh, playoff scenario for the uh, the NFL. Because they can so. only be eliminated, right? Not clinch. Well, they cannot clinch, yes. Correct. Yeah. So there you go. 877-867-1670. Here's something from Thomas who says, uh, Vikings are not so hot. Bill... The Vikings are number five in scoring this year, scored 378 points. They have allowed 373. I doubt anybody in Green Bay's locker room is shaking in their boots looking at the Minnesota Vikings. I agree with you. I, here's the one thing about it, though, Thomas, is the Vikings, I mean, you, which is unbelievably undeniable, the one thing you cannot get past, and that is the fact that the Minnesota Vikings have won 12 games. They have won the most one-score games this season, I think it's like seven or eight. Might be more than that. I, I could correct me if I'm wrong, but I know the statistic during the game the other day was that the Minnesota Vikings have won the most one-score games and the most come-from-behind wins this season as well. So Minnesota, as much as you want to talk about, um, they're beatable in their defense, and I 100% agree. Also, you can't count them out good teams figure out ways to win. We've always said that, right? You can't discount it now because it's the Vikings. They figured out ways to win. And there's something to be said for that. The fact that they have figured out ways to win and they have stacked 12 wins on the season. They're the second winningest team in the NFC. And they're tied with Buffalo and Kansas City for the second best record in the entire NFL. Philadelphia is the only team that's better than them with 13 wins. You got Buffalo, Kansas City, and the Vikings all with 12. You, you got to give them credit for that. But I agree with you. When you look at their their points allowed versus their their um, 
and what they've done so far this year with their points allowed versus the point score and their point. I mean, they're only when you look at Philadelphia, Philadelphia and their point differential is plus 137. Okay, plus 137. Dallas is 11-4 in the season. They're plus 131. Okay? San Francisco, who's 11-4, is plus 145. Buffalo is plus 157. Cincinnati is plus 85. Kansas City is plus 106. You get where I'm going with this. Minnesota, plus 5. They've got nine wins. They're nine games over 500. 12 and three. 12 wins, but they're only plus five on the season. Think of that. They're only plus five when everybody else is 80 or more. So I agree with you. They, they look to be somewhat of a paper champion the way they are, but they won some dramatic games. You got to give them credit. And they've been able to come back and find ways to win. So that means they're pesky and you can't take your foot off the throttle or they'll catch you. The teams that have not taken their foot off the throttle all season along with the Minnesota Vikings are the teams that have beat them and beat them pretty soundly. Once you get up on them. 877-867-167. But that, that's, that's a great point. But I, I don't look at them as uh, some kind of a a bad football team. I look at them as a, a, maybe a mediocre team that figures out ways to win. And they've been able to do that. And that's, that's really good. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, when we come back, Russell Wilson getting talk some smack on a Nickelodeon broadcast of all places. How about that? Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Download the Quick Trip app. Download the app, and you can follow along. Once you get your quick rewards in there, follow along as to what you have. And, and I've been telling you about this for a while. I Today again, stop there. Kristen and the kids are all here this morning, so I thought, well, I'll go get some donuts this morning for them. I had some running around to do, had some meetings. I went out, had to get some gas for tonight, heading downtown. So I stopped and got some gas, and when I did, I... Right there, ask me right at the pump, would you like the 20 cents off? Because I keep getting the Red Bull and the breakfast sandwich. And for 20 cents off per gallon of gas? Are you kidding me? Heck yeah, took it. So there you go. Then you get inside, and the breakfast sandwich was free. <laughs> it was just a banner day. Stop into Quick Trip and quick keep using those quick rewards. And if you haven't gotten them, uh, download the app and, and open up an account. It's just use your phone number. And my God, you just keep getting savings. It's great stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. And they had the 25 days of Quickmas going on. And now they've got new and bigger and better deals coming up into the 2023 era. So, man, oh, man, oh, man. Stop into Quick Trip. Use it. And we all know we love Quick Trip, whether it's milk, eggs, bread, butter, bananas, whatever it happens to be, or just the staples like the breakfast sandwiches and the donuts and some of the other things that they put on sale. Such good stuff. Such good stuff from our friends at Quick Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers reviewed the tape of their win over the Dolphins. Green Bay added some players to their injury list. Right tackle Yash Nyman, a shoulder injury. Return man Keyshawn Nixon, a groin. And Matt LaFleur asked about if Christian Watson will be able to practice tomorrow with a hip injury. No, yeah, he, he will be day-to-day, and we'll see how he progresses throughout the week. And uh, certainly he is a difference maker out there. What about uh, Keyshawn and Yash? I, I put all those guys in the same boat. In Miami, Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavaiola is in the concussion protocol again after having symptoms the day after the game. He's now under observation. Up next, the Packers host the Vikings, who beat the Giants on a last-second field goal from 61 yards out. Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell. There's a lot of things that we can do better. Um, a lot of things coaches can do better, but... Um, no better feeling than doing it after you're winning your 12th game of the season, still with two to go. And Packers left guard Elton Jenkins talked with reporters about signing his new contract extension with the team worth an estimated $68 million. You know, the, the, the team always told me, the coaches and um, the people upstairs always told me how much they liked me, how much they wanted me to be here. So um, and I wanted to be here as well. So I feel like, you know, someone's going to get done. You know, the time just had to be right. You know, we just had to get everything right and agree to terms. What's the first thing you did after? I called my mom. That's Packers left guard Elton Jenkins in Green Bay I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels show second in line and, and the Broncos and those are the big horsey uh, players they have the ball and they're going to see if they can find a way to move it oh nice and so what's up oh there's Russ Wilson That's called an an interception. That's not what he wanted to cook. (laughs) That's a broadcast off of Nickelodeon. Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michaels Show continues on. Good to have you. Uh, (laughs) Jeez. Oh, my God. There you go. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon's doing, and probably, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd probably want to watch the Manning cast. Uh, if you put the Manning cast and Nickelodeon together, that'd probably be a hell of a broadcast. I'd watch that every damn day of the week. Watching the you know. Nickelodeon broadcast is like if you were watching the Mannings and then you took acid. <laughs> they have they have Yetis climbing on the goalposts. The goalposts are SpongeBob. Every, yeah. Kids in the stands are getting slimed. Oh, it's incredible. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. By the way, I was... Go ahead. I figure you were doing something more productive with your Christmas afternoon, but for all those (laughs) out there that watched it, it was great. I I was watching football. I just kind of took it easy. You know, I mean, obviously, my Christmas day was uh, consumed with Packers football, but uh, beyond that, it was, you know, watching a little bit of football and sitting in front of the fire and not doing much of anything. It was just enjoyable. By the way, I talked about the uh, the one win or the one score victories. Uh, the the Vikings have eleven one score victories this season. However, the come from behind victories when trailing going into the fourth quarter, they are six and three on the season. Six and three. They were one and seven last year. They are six and three this year, which is the reason the six comeback wins. Uh, when behind on the scoreboard to start the fourth quarter, are now tied for the most in NFL history with still two games remaining on the schedule. So there you go. 
one more come from behind victory when trailing in the fourth. That's why look, uh, even if the Packers go into the fourth quarter and they're leading by ten, uh, that lead is not safe. That why that's why this game is going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Just my opinion. This is going to be a tough one. Coming up after the top of the hour, Zach Heilprin is going to be joining us. We're going to talk with him out in Arizona. And uh, we're going to t- talk with him regarding the uh, the Badgers and the bowl game coming up tonight. By the way, Southwest is now telling people they can't find their bags for another four days. <laughs> Southwest Airlines, you can't be this bad. You really can't. Southwest Airlines can't suck anymore if they had to right now. Awful. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Zach Heilprin going to talk some Badgers with us. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.